Welcome to the Micah Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. Mike here with Micah. Wednesday, it's going to be, it's usually a slower day on the sports side. And especially as we get through the season, there's always not really anything going on in the middle of the week. So we're going to use this as our power rankings day, whether that's NBA, NFL, or MLB. Today, we are starting our first NBA power rankings of the season, doing our top 10 of the season. Micah, I'll start with you. Who is your number 10 team this week? My number 10 team this week um, is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Yeah, man. Shout out Chris Paul. That's all I got to say. They earned that 10 spot. He's been one of the most clutch players in the season, so... Dang, I thought I, I thought I was gonna get um, I thought I was gonna have the wacky one. I went with Oklahoma City as my number ten too. Hey, because I'm going off of the game um last night where they beat the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Brooklyn Nets team without Kyrie Irving and uh, Kevin Durant has been out this whole Still time. Still a key win. Karis Levert is coming back, but they're following that. Uh, before the Brooklyn Nets, they beat the Seventy Sixers. So this is a team that is trending in the right direction, and a team that a lot of people didn't believe could be could do anything this season, mm-hmm. uh, really. They've now shown that they are a team that can get it done night in and night out. The way that um, Chris Paul's playing has gone to a new level. He's showing an ability to uh, to be able to be a leader to a young player like uh, Shy, And he's also able to take over a game like we saw last night against the Nets where he took over and was making and made uh, 18 of his 28 shots in the fourth quarter and uh, overtime, 18 of his 28 points, I mean, in the fourth quarter and overtime. So he's shown an ability to be a top tier uh, point guard still, even though he's getting up there in age. I thought having OKC in my top 10 was wacky, but hey, Michael, we're in the, we're, we're on that same way. <laughs> Moving on to number nine, who, who do you have? Um, My number nine, I have the uh, Dallas Mavericks. So basically my nine, eight, and seven. Just Wait, hold preference. on, hold on, hold on. You had, you had to have seen my list. You nah, I, bro, I promise you, bro. I promise you. It, and my thinking was my nine, eight, and seven are pretty interchangeable. They could switch yep. as as it is. Um, but my nine for I guess just this week is just the Mavs. Um, nothing necessarily made them lower than what I guess my would consider my seven, eight, nine. But I will. I just like how my seven and eight are uh, trending more upward than Mavs are. It's not to say the Mavs are playing bad. The Mavs are playing excellent. As long as Luca keeps playing uh, MVP caliber of basketball. And as long as Chris Asperzingis is that second, and as long as their bench keeps doing what they do, then they'll stay in the top 10 for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's the, where I'm going with, too. Um, I think they they were higher up to start the season than with Luka going out. They did have big wins against the Bucks, but they kind of slid. I think they're working their way back up. Like you said, 10. My Actually, my 10 through, I think, about 6 are pretty interchangeable. For, yeah. Or ten, yeah, 10 through 6 are pretty interchangeable for me. But... I I think that any week the Mavs can go up to as high as six and be as low as ten, um, depending on how they play that week and how the games stack up. But for me, I'm going with the Mavs at uh, number nine. I think they're going to be a very uh, formidable team in the playoffs and a tough out, uh, whoever gets them, whether it's the Lakers or the Clippers in the second round, because I do see them making it to um, making it past the first round of the NBA playoffs. Number eight. I hope we're not the same again, but my number eight, um, and I talked about it, how my seven and eight are at this point. The only reason I put my um my seven over my eight was just record, but at eight I had the Denver Nuggets. Um, shout out to MJP finally getting healthy. He's looking really, really good with consistent minutes. Um, yes, they 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 did blow a game against you know our squad, but at the end of the day, the Nuggets will continue to be a mid tier West team, but with the West always being more powerful than the East, that ranks them as a top 10 team. So, yes, they um 
they did split games last week on a uh, on a, on a road trip, and you know they do. I think they played Dallas tonight, but like I said, those those seven, eight, and nine are pretty interchangeable. So a win tonight for Mavericks moves them up to seven. A loss moves uh, Denver down to nine, but it's pretty interchangeable. Yeah, this is where we finally differ with. Uh, that's where we differ in our picks. With my number eight team, I went with the Toronto Raptors. Mm. The Toronto Raptors, they are a pretty good team. They they've been pretty steady throughout. They have key injuries right now um, with uh, guys that are injured in Siakam and Marcus Hall, but they've been able to stay afloat. I think they're a team that, even though they don't have the Kawhi or not, are not an NBA Finals team by any means in anybody's books, they will be uh, a good team, and they've shown an ability to be a good team with a 24-12 and 12 record still. Um, I think that they'll be, um, they'll be a tough – they'll definitely be a tough out in the playoffs, and each and every week they just keep getting better. I wonder if they make another move at the trade deadline to maybe get another piece that could help shore up a couple of things because they're not a team that can get to that level of the Bucks or uh, the Miami Heat or the Celtics right now. So I think they need to make a move to get them to that next level. And with that, then they'll be able to talk about Easter Conference Finals or maybe being back to an NBA Finals the way that Siakam had developed throughout uh, the season so far. Number mm-hmm. seven. Um, and just for a preface before I even get into my number seven, um, I have my uh, <clears throat> the Raptors at number 11 simply because they're so hurt right now. And, yes, uh, they will be where they will be. Um, but I just couldn't put them there, especially with, I guess, if we're going to do this uh, in a pretty consistent basis. I couldn't put them there this week simply because these guys are hurt and they have a losing record in the last five. So it's nothing to take against them. They're still a contending team, no doubt in my mind. And when they're all healthy, they, they're they only – the only piece they're really missing from last year is Kawhi Leonard. So – uh, they're definitely a top 10 team in my opinion, but for right now, I couldn't put them there. And for my number seven, I have a team that's really playing well in the East right now is the uh, Miami Heat. Um, the Heat, man, uh, you want to talk about luck? Yes, they, they've been pretty lucky. They've won all the overtime games, um, but it's also they're playing great basketball right now. Uh, shout out to Bam Adebayo. You called it, bro, uh, really early on. And he was going to be in Trino, you know, turn into one of the premier players in the Eastern Conference. Um, I think the Heat are one move away from making a legit shot at the Eastern Conference Finals run. So I would like to see them do that within the next month. But for right now, they're playing great basketball and consistent basketball, and they'll continue to be one of the best teams in the NBA. Yep, I, I totally I totally agree there. That's that's a, a good place to have the Heat actually at number six. But for my number seven, I'm going with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, like you talked about, they did have a slide against the Wizards, but they have been the hottest team in the second hottest team in December before, behind uh, the Milwaukee Bucks didn't start off uh, 2020 too well, but I just think that the way that they've been playing, uh, if Michael Porter Jr. keeps developing the way he is, you trade the pieces that you have right now, those pieces, the Malik Beasley's and all those players, you trade them for another star player. Whether that's a CJ McCollum who may be looking to get out of Portland, a Kevin Love, or any of those superstars that are, are stars that are just saying, look, I need a new situation you get that type of player in the Nuggets system so that you can make a legit run and crack into that top four of the West because the West is very, very top-heavy with uh, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Rockets. So to try to crack into that top three and make sure you're, you're solid in there and people actually consider you a real contender, I think you need to take a package of those players with the pick and send them on over so you can get, uh, get another start to add some real legitimacy uh, to, to your team. Number mm-hmm. six, who do you got, Michael? 
Um, my number six is I don't know if you have this team on here. Um, simply because of what I've seen in really the last two weeks of playing, and really just how much they're trending right now. And yes, they're a great regular season team. It is going to be, you know, we have to see if they're going to translate into the playoffs right now. But um, yeah, bro, my number six is the Utah Jazz. Uh, simply because of the the streak they're on right now, uh, six in a row, uh, eleven of the last twelve. Yes, they're a middle of the pack team, and I consider them a middle of the pack team. But like I said. If we're talking about right now with the season and the landscape of the season, they're having a great little stretch. So I, I felt like, yes, you know, a power ranking should be how good they are at the very moment, not necessarily their uh, their outlook. And you know, I'm I don't want to I don't want to jump and say that's the only thing because there is a little bit of projection going on for my five and up. But for right now, for a team that I will consider for my and you talked about it from that really like 10, 11 to six range, um, I would have to put the Jazz at the top right now simply because of how good they're playing. Yeah, so I'll explain why I didn't have the Jazz in. The Jazz were my number 11 team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are rolling, but also the teams that they've been playing, competition-wise, hasn't been, they haven't been the best. And Absolutely. They did go on a skid when they were playing good competition. Yeah, I know the power rankings are for, are for right now in the moment, but I, if I was to do power rankings last week or weeks before, they probably would have been more in my 13 to 15, 16. So, mm-hmm. like, they jumped up to 11. If they continue this next week, and it does look where they have uh, they have an easier schedule uh, with like the Knicks, Hornets, Wizards coming up, so they have some games that they keep will keep on winning. So I expect one of those teams, whether it's the uh, Thunder or the Mavs or the Rock- Raptors, to fall out, and uh, the Jazz could probably find their way in at that number anywhere from that eight to ten range. Mm-hmm. But going with number six, I am going with the Miami Heat. Mm. The Miami Heat, I mean, like you said, I love Bam. I love his game. I love how he's the evolution of what a, a big now is in the um, in modern day, uh, in, in modern day basketball. He can defend. He can stretch the floor. He has a good low post game. Kendrick Nunn was a revelation that literally nobody knew anything about. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Heat system, they're able to they're able to develop. Derek Jones Jr. with the Phoenix Suns was a dunker, and that's all anybody knew about him. He didn't really play much minutes. Now he's a rotation guy in that system. And with Jimmy Butler and drafting Tyler Hero, they are a team that could win the Eastern Conference. Before I was saying they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they can win the Eastern Conference. Hmm. Obviously, I still have the Bucks because I, I believe Giannis is the best player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But a team that could be there in the Eastern Conference, uh, I can certainly see. I can certainly see uh, the Heat Heat in there against the Bucks and. Before the season, we were talking about the 76ers and that trade and everything and mm-hmm. getting Tobias. The 76ers, I mean, I know they're not going to be in your top five and because, I mean, we obviously know who the top five teams is. So they didn't make anywhere from six to ten. So just to see that that trade, getting Jimmy Butler and with Tyler Hero, that they're already at a higher level in the, than the Sixers, who were supposed to be that team 1A, 1B with the Bucks, is already pretty surprising. just shows how good of a system how good of a system that the Miami Heat have. Moving on to number five. Yeah, so, um, you know, I kind of – I didn't want to fully commit to what I said last time about how I didn't want to project teams, but my five and up are teams I consider championship ready or they're contenders for the championship without a doubt in my mind. So starting at five, I guess the lowest of the bunch, I would have to take the Houston Rockets. Um, Yes, they may – you know, they may have had a better, like, week in the Clippers. You could probably put them in the Clippers – interchange them at spots uh having them actually paired together at four and five just to kind of spoil it but um 
Simply, I like the, what the Clippers do more than the Rockets. Yes, there's a little bit of weird stuff going on, really, with both teams. But at the end of the day, if I was to put them against each other, I would take the Clippers nine times out of ten. Um, the Rockets will be what the Rockets are if James Harden continues to do what James Harden does, which is be statistical MVP. And if Russell uh, Westbrook decides, you know, that he wants to keep playing decent basketball and not and not really settle for, like, bad shots and things like that, and he actually is playing, you know, actually playing uh, winning basketball, then they'll continue to be a top five team, in my opinion. But the thing that separates them from uh, the Clippers, in my opinion, is the fact that, they, man, I just can't the, – the idea of Doc Rivers, Kawhi, when he's playing and not resting, and, and Paul George, plus the bench they have, it, it, I have to take the Clippers over them every time. So that's why I have the Rockets at five. Yep, and I agree with that totally. I have the Rockets at five too, so I won't really elaborate much on that. I just think that the Clippers are – uh, Clippers are a better team, and I just would have had them ranked higher every single week. Mm-hmm. Maybe next week it changes um, with Patrick Beverly being out for a couple of games. But uh, right now, I have the Rockets at five, mm-hmm. and you have the Clippers at four. I- I- I'll actually take the Clippers at um, at four here, since we both have our five or four at this as the same. The Clippers, I mean, they're uh, they're NBA Finals type of team. Laker, I think it's Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. That's what everybody's waiting for. What everybody wants to see. When everybody's completely healthy and it seems like they're doing, we're resting all the way to the playoffs where everybody is full go. They look pretty unstoppable. They've beaten the Lakers two times already this season. They have two more matchups, so they're the number four team. But because they always have players sitting out here and there, they haven't had a consistent run like the top three teams that uh, that we have here. And mm-hmm. I can't I can't put them into the top three until everybody's playing and we see what type of production we get from that team. Absolutely. Number three, Michael. Who do you have? I have the Boston Celtics. Um, yep. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to talk about a team that's perfect for that 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 team that's right on the cusp, but they could possibly maybe make one more move. But at this point of the season, I don't really think they need to. They're playing the best basketball they've played in the last half of the decade, really. I think I really think Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens, they found what their guys were, and it's a team without selfishness. They got rid of a guy like Kyrie, who I won't necessarily call him full-fledged selfish, like a guy like Russell Westbrook, in my opinion, but he's a guy that needs his touches, and he is a guy that, you know, is clamoring for that for that, for that, uh, that, that boss kind of role on the team. He's been clamoring for that since the Cleveland days. Um, when the Celtics are playing like a, uh, like a Jazz of the East, but even better, I think, without a doubt, they're one of the best teams in the East. If Giannis wasn't dominating, they'll probably be the best team in the East. So um, the Celtics are always going to be, like I said, that that top three-ish to the five-ish team, and they're always going to keep playing great. And the way that young stars are, are turning this high right now is ridiculous. Um, you If you keep seeing guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum show up, they're going to make an Eastern Conference Finals run. Maybe it's going to be between, if I would just uh, project now, it's going to be between them Miami and uh, the Bucks, and eventually one of them is going to have to play each other in the semifinals. So it's going to be a great semifinals matchup going to uh, going into the Eastern Conference Finals matchup. But the Celtics at three is a no brainer for me. Yep, I, that's who I have at three too. Um, just saying, just to add on that, I just think Kyrie was a, a cancer for that team. Everything that's working with this team, Brad Stevens is looking like the smartest coach in the NBA, one of the smartest coaches in the NBA. Once again, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have looked to be able to spread their wings and fly and be and be those type of players that we projected them to be coming out. And Kemba Walker has fit in into the system. Um, he obviously didn't play against the Wizards, and they lost that game, but I'm not mm-hmm. penalizing them for what they for something I've seen consistently over a season. The Wizards have proven to be a scrappy team and beat good teams this season already. So 
number three with the Boston Celtics. That's easy. So my two and one, I basically flipped a coin and it <laughs> came down to the Bucks losing to the San Antonio Spurs uh, two nights ago and the Lakers beating the Knicks last night. So two two not great teams and the Bucks lost by twenty. So I went with the Bucks at number two and the Lakers at number one. Bucks at number two just because of that loss. I mean, you can you can put them at the number one team. They have the mm-hmm. best record in the NBA. Giannis has been on a roll, getting Bledsoe back has obviously been a big help for them. Everything seems to work, and if Giannis can keep improving his three-point shot, he's literally unstoppable. Lakers, same situation. They've been a hot team. Second-best record in the NBA. Um, Anthony Davis did get hurt last night against the Knicks. They are saying he's fine. And they're on a road trip against Dallas and OKC. So if they go 1-1 one and one or own two of those games, they could potentially drop, depending on what the Celtics and the Bucks do uh, do throughout this week. But that's why I went with the Lakers at one and the Bucks at two. What about and, you? And um, I guess the reasons why, uh, you know, you say you flipped the coin and everything, and I kind of went by records. And I do think at the end of the day that they're both pretty interchangeable because, simply because at the end of the day, they're the best teams in their respective conferences. Um, depending on what happens in the season, uh, they obviously can flip-flop, and that's kind of, I guess, your thinking in that. Um, yes, the Bucks did have a pretty bad loss, but I attribute that kind of to just the midseason blues. Things like this happen. Uh, if the Lakers, like you said, if they split games this week, they could possibly drop down. Or if they win, if they go 2-0, then, you know, they're my number one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I have the Bucks at one and the Lakers at two. Um, Giannis is uh, – he's the best performing player. I, I don't want to say he is the best player, but he's the best player in the East, and they have the best record in the NBA. So I will give him that. And I guess right now he is the the most quality player, and if you will put an MVP on it type thing, then yes, he is the most valuable player in the league. But I feel like the best player in the league still is LeBron James. Um, and that's my really reason for number two. At the end of the day, the LeBron AD combo has been literally unstoppable. Yep. Um, LeBron is leading the league in assists, and AD is bearing all the fruits of that. Uh, yeah, man, it, he's you know averaging twenty seven and nine is is no shabby thing. Plus, what he does on the defensive uh on the defensive side, he, he's a case. He's a he's a running for the defensive player of the year, and you know that's stark with the points and 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 uh, rebounds he has. He's also a shortlist person for an MVP in my opinion. Um, I want to see how this trade situation and the trade deadline goes for the next month. If they do flip Kyle Kuzma, I hope they get a haul form or something nice because if they waste their time with it, they could possibly hurt their season because. A guy like Kyle Kuzma is not somebody you would want to necessarily lose. Yes, he hasn't been playing the best this year with the limited minutes he's been getting. Uh, he's also been hurt. But at the same time, Kyle Kuzma is a talent that you 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 want on a championship team. He is a championship piece without a doubt. Um, do they need a better bench? Absolutely. Do they need more players to step up? Absolutely. But it's the Lakers and it's LeBron and AD, so they're always going to be within the top two. But if I was to put them right now, it would be Bucks at one and Lakers at two. All right, Micah, just read off your top ten one more time before we get out of here. All right. Um, I'll go from top to bottom. So my number one team is the Milwaukee Bucks. My number two is the Los Angeles Lakers. Three, Boston Celtics. Four, Los Angeles Clippers. Five, Houston Rockets. Six, Utah Jazz. Seven, Miami Heat. Eight, Denver Nuggets. Nine, the Dallas Mavericks. And ten, the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. And I have number one as the Los Angeles Lakers. Number two is the Bucks. Three is Boston. Four, it's Clippers. Five, Rockets. Six Heat, seven Denver Nuggets, eight Raptors, nine Mavs, and ten OKC. Thanks for listening to our Wednesday Power Rankings here on Legendary Sports Network, the Mike and Micah podcast. We'll see you on the next episode tomorrow. Peace. Peace.